0: We're on page 42 on the bottom starting ace of the mimer just to recap what we just said this mimer is based on the basically it's all based on the please have mercy find favor in us and also teach us so we only are requesting this after we already understand and we've speak, spoken about and the, this blessing that Hashem loves the Jewish people to Avas Ulam with an eternal love because it's an essential love. Which what's this idea of an essential love? It's Avas Esamla Because we have an essential an essence of Hashem within us, therefore Hashem has an essential attraction to us because his essence is within us. Just like the son, the the child has an essential love from his parents to him, because the essence of the parents are within the child. Um, and then therefore this type of this type of love. Results in a is just a siba, and the result is a chemla, a higher than rachman. What's the difference between chemla and rachman? First, understand the difference between rachman and chesed. Rachman, it's noitim they always lean towards chesed, even though chesed is going to bring about giving, hashpa. But there's always an opposite attribute which is gevura, which might hold it back, nias hashpa, simsim. Um, whereas Rachmim not only does it not have the the opposite attribute of Gvuda going against it, but rather it actually includes Gvuda within it. And Rachemim, not only that, does include Gevuda, but also it's noit to the always leans towards Chesed, which is opposite of Buddha. However, even though the Rachemim is leaning towards Gevuda, leaning towards Chesed, sorry, leaning towards kindness, it always comes away through a shakal vatar through question and answer. And in the end, you look at the person favorably, meaning it has the perspective of Gevuda within it. I see this person is not worthy, but I'm going to still give it to him because I'm labitzchus on the person okay, maybe he was in a hard situation, therefore, uh, I'll look at him favorably and give him the chesed. But see, we see that the hashba of rachmim only comes through a shock of atariah. In the end, the comes. Whereas chesed, it can, the chesed, just chesed without rachmim, that has that, that possibility it might be stopped by the and it, it might not ever come to fruition. Rachman always will come to fruition even though it comes through a shock of atariah. Whereas rachman, which is expressed in the way of chemla, which comes from the ava atzimis, that does not come through shock of Only It comes through in the way of amida. This is how it has to be. There's no shock of atariya that comes beforehand. Rather, in a way of Peshitis, it's, it's obvious, simple, that I'm going to give this person, and being that every single Jewish person is loved by Hashem, they have a soylem, an essential love, that produces the chemla, which means, e'yirachmim, which there's nothing that stands in the way of it. It's obvious that you're going to get the ashba. Therefore, we ask Hashem, after that, please, because of your great name, because of the, our forefathers who trusted in you, also teach us, have mercy on us, Find favor in us and teach us. So we, then we said we have to understand what this this request means. What's the taken of, of the Bukasha we say? Seemingly we're juxt, juxtaposing Khanina to Limud. These are opposite ideas, opposite thrusts here. Um, because Limud comes through Ugea. Learning has to always come through toil. Like we see clearly that the difference in somebody who's born with a good head is no comparison to somebody who was not born with a good head, but but practice this idea of, of yegia, of exertion of his intellect, he will obviously have a lot deeper understanding, even than the person was born with a good head to understand things right away. Um, so why does Leman have to come through Yagiyah? Because why, in, in, in Seichel, anything that you understand, it comes from above Seichel. Basically, until now, it didn't exist within your brain. So you have to bring it from a state of not existing to a state of existence. And anything that comes from mitzies, lo mitzies, that has to come through yagia through toil, to bridge this huge gap. And therefore, Yagia is through yagia can come to very high levels because you can come to basically bringing down things which are totally above your intellect. So what we see yagia is basically which comes through your toil the person's toil whereas which is the idea of mercy which comes through the fact that you found favor by Hashem it's a spiritual idea which is not so much dependent on, your, on what you do what a person does even though when a person acts good uh, he does find favor that's not really finding favor that's the idea of Ruach nechem, he's, a, he's a favorable person people like him because he's a socially uh, good temperament that's not the idea of, chenine, of chenine. the idea of is the idea of a spiritual idea which from Hashem gives it to you as a gift but you have to be a keili for it so you have to do your part just to make sure that the chen can rest within you but not that you're actually pulling it down the etzim in is a gift from above not really dependent upon you, what you do so much so, if so, these are two opposite thrusts, two opposite ideas. And from the from the wording, it says "Kain Tchaninu Salmenu," juxtaposing them without any stopping in between, without any other word, which is um, stopping these two, uh, going between these two uh, words of "Tchaninu That's mashmeh, that not only are they shayachim they have a relationship with each other, they're connected. These two ideas, but they actually come sid, kasidram, They come in this order first, Khanina which is a, a gift from above, and then only the Limbut, which is through your toil but we have to understand there's totally opposite so how can one lead to the other if they're totally opposite thrusts starting all space so the idea is the explanation of this aforementioned question that how can it be like we said please have mercy on us find favour on us, which is the idea of Mamail Mata, and Lamdenu. Limit is characterized by Yah by the Avaid of the, the person, so Which are two opposite thrusts. So the explanation is the Hineanu Imnim, we're first going to preface and another, another idea. We say in the blessings of the Shema, the exalted king who is exalted by himself from a four times, meaning forever. He was always exalted it was the only exalted supreme being from the very beginning. And who is praised and glorified and uplifted from the days of old, from from all times. The God of the world. With your abund- abundant mercies, have mercy upon us. That's what we say in the blessings of the Shema. The Khan, Yanim. So if you look more specifically here, this phrase, this part of the blessings is specifically counting three things here. One is the exalted king, who is praised. The second is praised and glorified by And the third is God of the world. There are three things here. And you split up this verse. That's one. Two. And then El Three things. So, seemingly it's not understood. All after the fact that we say that Hashem is Merim Levado. He is exalted by Himself. The emphasis being on Levado, meaning He's the only being. He's, he's, He's so exalted and above our realm of creation of being that, in His perspective, from His perspective, He is the only existence, and that is the truth. That He is truly the only existence. Everything else is totally just absorbed. Within his existence, and totally insignificant compared to his infinite being, so after we already acknowledge that, the Shem is the most exalted in being, and therefore the only existence of the name." And the way that he is exalted is that he's even exalted higher than the level of Oz. like it implies. It says, Oz." Um, he's exalted. The simple explanation is from, from he has always been exalted by himself, meaning from a four times, from, from forever. There's never been a time which he hasn't been exalted, the most supreme being. But here, the deeper explanation is saying, kind of a hinted explanation is, he's, he's from the level of us, higher, more supreme, above the level of us. So that's the way of his dream, the oifen. The specific way that he is exalted is it's even higher than the level of us, which is which refers to, according to Kabbalah, the level of Atik, the holy Atik, which is referring to the primis of the inner core of Keser, which is a level which totally transcends all of the chain of creation, the inner pleasure of Hashem, which is, that's why it's called Atik, from the word netak, which something which is totally removed from the regular chain of creation. So he, Hashem's remimus, he is Levade Me'oz, he's something which is, he's always been meremim, But now Me'oz is referring to, he's even above, exalted above the level of Oz, above the level, higher than the level of Atik. So Hashem in his very essence, he's even higher than this highest level, which we can speak about, um, which is Atik, the inner core of Keser, Hashem's inner pleasure, which is totally removed from the chain of creation. Hashem in his essence is even higher than that. So, after we already acknowledge that level of Raymond, was Echu So, how can we continue into the second idea, which we say after we say That he is, he is praised and glorified. So, how is it possible that all of a sudden after that we say he's praised and glorified? When we're talking about the idea of praising and glorifying, so the one who is praising and giving praise and glorifying this being, it must be that he has somewhat of a comprehension of an idea what what this being is and um, that he is praising and that is being praised and glorified. And therefore he is praising him, praising this being and glorifying it. If he has no comprehension of what it is, why would he praise it and why would he glorify it? It must be he understands somewhat what this being is and the greatness of it and the amazingness of this being therefore he praises it and glorifies it so therefore how can we say that after you've acknowledged that hashem is basically totally exalted removed from all chain of creation even from the highest levels above creation and as that is hashem's true essence is in that level and then all of a sudden right after that we say and hashem is so praised there's no Musa, we have no music of this level how shem is totally exalted from Creation, meaning Hashem is very essence. We have no musik at all of that, and therefore, how can we continue right after that, seemingly saying that this is a direct continuation from that level of Hashem is totally re- being removed from all of creation, that He is praised? There is no music we have at that level, so therefore, how can we say and continue and say that that is Hashem is praised, referring back to that um, sublime level? And then the um, you say, um, in the second part of this blessing, uh, the second part of this phrase in the blessing of the Shema, we say who is praised and glorified and misnase and uplifted from the days of the world. Simple sense meaning from all days, from all the existence, of the, from all times. He's been uh, he's been the most supreme being. So, what does it exactly mean, a misoyulam, who is uplifted from the days of the world? Literal translation. misoyulam mm-hmm. And if Hashem is totally uplifted above the days of the world, the realm of creation, So first of all, what does it mean somebody, the Hashem, is exalted above the the days of the world? Especially since we just said, we said, who is exalted from even the level of Oz, even the level of the Atik, which is, level which is above the chain of creation. And then we say there's another aspect of him being uplifted, exalted, um, manusa totally being above something, uplifted from it. We're saying that also compared to the worlds he's uplifted, so seemingly that's a whole a lot lower level of his After already describing how Hashem is even above the level of Atik, then we say, Oh, and he's also above from the Mimesa Elam from basically the realm of creation. So, what does that exactly mean? He's being above the days of the world. And if Hashem is totally above the realm of creation, how do we say right after that, the third, the third um, part of this phrase, the God of the worlds, that always explains the chassidus, is implying a connection between Hashem and the Olam, especially when it's not God of the worlds, which would imply that He's above the worlds. implies that there is a direct relationship between Hashem, and this level of divinity, which we're speaking about here, and the worlds. At the first glance, the explanation of this phrase, God of the worlds, but without the hey, here's a God world. So this is referring to the level of godliness, which is enclosed and becomes a mesh totally within the worlds. So that's the level of divinity, which this phrase is referring to, not the level of divinity, which is above the worlds, which is above being clothed in the worlds, rather the level of divinity, which is totally the energy of creation and becomes totally enclosed within it, like the Neshama within the body. Um, so if he's totally exalted from Mimei how do we say right after that, Ilam, God of the worlds, implying that Neshama is totally enclosed within the worlds and not Misnasim Misei imnim, And specifically regarding this level of Ilam, the third part of this phrase, we say... After that, in Your great mercy, have mercy upon us. However, in truth, though this level of Your abundant mercies—the emphasis being on the Rachmechol, Your mercies—those are referring to the Rachmaatmim, the essential mercies of Hashem's very, the infinite essence of Hashem which are rachmim, specifically those mercies can we describe as being rachmim, abundant, just like Hashem's infinite essence is infinite without end. So to these, this mercy, only this level of mercy is totally abundant without end. Whereas there's lower levels of divinity, lower levels of Hashem's Rahmim, which are not Rabin, which have a haqbalah to them, a limitation to them. So how can we say that alikei eil on this level of divinity, which includes it in the world's, and then continue to say, If your abundant essential mercies have mercy upon us, seemingly the lowest, the level of divinity which is within creation, and then all of a sudden referring to the highest level of divinity, which is the, essential, the, the mercies deriving directly from Hashem's essence, which therefore we describe them as being rabbin, abundant, infinitely abundant. So those are the questions here on this phrase of the blessing of the Shema. Birin, you know, whose explanation is, The Teda is speaking in a way which humans in our human terms, to the way we can understand. And that is these three levels here that we're talking about in this blessing, in this part of the blessing the Shemash. There's three different levels within, uh, three different levels and aspects within the infinite energy of Hashem. Which the three levels are, one, the expression of Hashem's energy in a way that it fills all the worlds and clothes within creation which is the level of, we're gonna say later, the level of divinity of which includes being clothed in the worlds. And then there's the expression of Hashem's divinity, how it is totally encompassing above being enclosed and revealed within creation. It's called Seviv, it's encompassing, not, not obviously spatially, but in a sense, where it's totally above being um, integrated within worlds, internalized within them, and then there's the adin of the third level, Shlamaila, and that level of this of the um, that level of the of kolam is the level of the second thing we say in the Shema, the second part we've been talking about here, which is the misnasi mi oilam who is above the realm of creation, but still, even though it's saying it's a level which is above. A level of divinity which is above creation, but still relating to creation. It's misnasi from the worlds, so you're still you're still giving somewhat of a relationship, a connection of this level of divinity to the worlds, which we've spoken about in the previous Mimer. There's somewhat of a shaykes to this level of seviv to the worlds, and then the third level is edin seviv, which is the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is above the level of divinity, which in, which is a contracted, condensed level which encloses in the worlds, and the level of divinity which is infinite. And above worlds, there's a level which is totally transcends all definitions and limitations, which is the true essence of Hashem, even above the Seviv. And that is the first thing we say in this phrase of the and the blessings of Shema. We say, um uh Vadmi Oz, who's even exalted above the level of Atik, in a level of Rimimus, which is not relative to another level, but rather a essential remus it's how that's might we're going to explain so defining these three levels the level of Malakal the level of, the level of the divinity which in which fills all the worlds that's the light of Hashem the energy of Hashem the revelation the expression of divinity which is drawn down into each world into each creation specifically according to its specific capacity its specific nature and character And then there's the infinite revelation of Hashem, which is called encompassing all of creation, call all worlds. That's the energy of Hashem, the light of Hashem, the expression of divinity, which encompasses all the worlds equally. Because it's an infinite revelation, Not did not go through a Timson process, meaning not a tzimtzum which it relates, which basically allows it to relate to each creation and clothe in it in an internal way. Rather, it's still an infinite expression of divinity. Therefore, it encompasses all worlds, the highest worlds, the lowest worlds equally. There's no difference the way that this is found with the and how it's found within an It's above both of them equally. The difference between these two levels of divinity, of Sevev and hergish, like we said in this previous Memorim, the level of divine mercy, which is drawn down from the light of Hashem, which encloses into the world, are Rachman and B'am and These are a level, of, a level of mercy, which comes from this feeling of Basically, of empathy, of closeness to the beings which it encloses within, being meaning because this level of divinity is enclosed in an internal way into the specific nature and capacity of the creations. Therefore, it feels their needs and it feels their every single detail of them, and therefore has a mercy upon them. So, it's a mercy which becomes because we said there is different causes for mercy of the hergish or Remus, Here, it's a mercy inside the hergish from the account of feeling of the empathy, of feeling the exact needs and the lackings of the creation. Which, what does this mean? This is the idea of Hashem's individualized divine providence. Which is explained in other places, because the fact that Hashem watches over and conducts all of creation in a individualized way, that actually is the real life force and the sustenance of all of creation. So this now, we're talking, explaining the difference between how the air of Mali and the air of relates to the creation. So, the Mali relates to the creation in, in an internalized, and in a close way, where the air er is totally malubish, is enclosed within the creation, and it fills it according to its specific capacity, therefore relating to the details of that creation. And that's the rahmin, the feeling of mercy Hashem has for the creations, because he truly feels what they're going through, which is the idea of Hashem's individualized divine providence. He watches over every single creation and gives it what it needs according to what its specific needs are, and that is truly the inner life force of all of creation. That's what it, that's the idea of Malachol It's the highest and human. It's their inner life force. That's one. That's a, the. So now, what's the difference between Mali and Seviv? Is the mercy, divine mercy, which comes from Seviv, from the level of Divinity, which totally transcends creation even though this rachm is from the other cause of mercy which is because there's a natural attraction of the of a being which is totally exalted to the being which is totally lowly a natural attraction from the merayim to the shuffle and not because of the hergish not because of a closeness and a feeling that there is between these two entities like, 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 we, do, like we just said which applies to the rachm of malaklam so the the Racham which comes to it is because there's a natural attraction of an, a inherent attraction of an uplifted being to the low, most lowly being of the of the to the shuffle, and not because of there's a hergish. But Michol like we said in previous hergish. even in this high level of the Racham which comes seviv, there's still you can still it's still you can still talk about somewhat of a hergish, somewhat of a shaykh as a closeness that there is from the from the seviv to the to the beings. Even though it's not a Sheikh's Pratis, but a Sheikh's Kholis at least. Like we said. Because the fact that we're calling it Seviv so Kol that it relates to the world, that means that there is still somewhat of a relationship between this level of Uyr and the Almond. And if this Uyr is the actual Ikr Chais, the Iker Ishavus, the, the existence of creation comes from this Uyr. Explained in the previous main So, and this level of Seviv, even though. There, the the, the, the Rachman which comes from it meaning it's relation to creation is in a lot more exalted a lot more removed way but there still is somewhat of a hergish somewhat of a shaykhis that this Uyur has with creation therefore it relates to creation therefore it's totally not, it's not totally exalted removed from the realm of creation so that's the difference between Mamal and Sevi and how they relate to creation the fact that we do say that the very name implies that it's totally encompassing, it's above, it's totally above and removed from the creation, exalted from creation. That's only that it's removed from worlds, meaning, as relating to worlds, this is above them. But let's say there was a being, that there was a being which was so sublime, so refined, and so abstract that it could Beyond a level to contain this öyr, then it would be able to contain the öyr. it's only moved from relation from when you compare it to these limited worlds but not that it's inherently removed from any relationship to worlds if there was such a being that could relate to that öyr, that was on that same level of that öyr, it would be able to contain that öyr. so therefore it's not inherently removed from the whole realm of creation at all it's just removed when you compare it to and relate it to these oilmis. Hamase mimeis oilam. It's only misnase compared to the to the oilmis. Whereas the mamala is the elekei oilam, it's the level of getlikite which is Zikmuslabash and that. Therefore, the Seviv Kolmim it's still Seviv Kolmim, encompassing only in its relationship to worlds. This is not talking about a Ravim Basvisnas Atmi a inherent essential um, exaltedness, which can only relate to the level, like the third level, which is the Aryan Seif, truly totally transcends both Mamali and Seif. Hashem's true essence, which He is removed from creation, not because He's higher than them, not because because anytime you are saying He's higher, I mean you are still saying that there is a relationship. Therefore, you can compare these two beings. There is no comparison to them. Hashem, in His essence, is in a totally different being, a totally different realm. And then there's the third level, which is even higher than Sevev, the, the true infinite essence of Hashem, who is called the Melech the only king, which implies, not like the word Echad implies, like it says in other places, one implies that there's a Shani, Echadamoni. So you can count, one, two, three, meaning that there's a relationship, even though this is the the first being, the most, the primal, highest level, but there is a relationship to this. Primal Being to the one done, those that come after it, meaning the lower levels of creation. So, but the Yochid implies a level which is totally above the whole realm of creation, without any relationship at all to creation. Not that it's higher than it, but that it totally is not within the same realm of creation. So, that is the Atzma Sain which is even higher than Tzaviv, with the true essence, Infinite Hashem. It's called Malach Yochid, Oi Hamelech Kodish, or another terms it's called, in other places it's called the exalted king. Um, the exalted king the exalted king sorry, the holy king, which implies exalted, which implies being removed, in to it should be totally removed, so Kaddish implies uh, being removed which we specifically speak about in Rosh Hashanah and Kippur when Hashem's exalted essence is revealed and that's referring to when we say Yachit specifically or Kodesh That's referring to Hashem's uh, true infinite essence, which is truly Kodesh truly holy and removed from the whole realm of creation. Not higher than, not lamaila from creation, but rather Kodesh movedol She ain't even together, not with even within being defined or within the realm of being a source of a source of creations, of worlds. Meaning, there is column at least, is a mucker a mucker lim mucker. It is a source of a source of creation, meaning it itself, Save of itself, is not direct source. It's totally above that's why it's called Save. It's encompassing and above transcending creations. But from Save will eventually come after many Tsum in the Urban Malay, which is a actual source of creation. But the level of Hashem's true infinite essence is not even a mucker of a mucker. It's not even a distant cause, not a distant source for creation, which Muker always the word. There's a the difference between Muker and Siba. Mukr implies a specific, a direct source, which has a direct relationship with that which is the source for. Whereas Siba implies a distant cause for something. As we say about Hashem's essence, that these beings were nimtza from Him, but not that He's the direct source for them. So, in Hashem's in His very essence, is not even a source of a source of worlds. And Hashem in His very essence is totally holy and exalted inherently, not just compared to a, to other beings. Inherently he is on a whole different realm than creation. Not that he is exalted and removed from worlds when he compared to worlds. He's inherently, essentially removed because he's on a whole different realm. So we said we um, said and this is what we're saying here. This first part we're talking about in the blessings of Shema, the exalted king, which is speaking of Hashem's inherent rhymus, not his was how it relates, how it's compared to the creation. So, that's a melech is referring to this level of Hashem's infinite essence, which is totally inherently, essentially removed from the realm of creation. And. And then later, this is, we go on to say, the there's a level of divinity, which is above, exalted above worlds, but still compared to and related to worlds within the same realm of creation. And that's a level which you can actually, which you can have some type of musug about, like we said, there is some type of comprehension, some type of idea of what this seviv is, even though it's above us and above Relating to in a malubish stick away, in an internalized way, but you can understand somewhat what this level is, and therefore there can be a shvach, a praise of it. And then the last, LKELOM, the level of divinity, which is in clothing within creation, how does that relate to the mechol, the essential mercy? We're going to even get, get to that. So, concerning this level, of Hashem's true infinite essence, which is truly removed from creation, it says, ki with you is the source of life meaning in the simple sense Hashem you are the source of life of all of creation of all the worlds all life comes from its original sources from you Hashem but now if we break it down into more specific break down this verse according to the deeper explanation that the mekir chaim, the source of life is imcha even the level which we call the source of life which we just said before Hashem's true essence is not even a mucker of a mucker, meaning not even a distant cause, not a different, a distant source for creation. But there are the level, lower levels, which Seviv column, even Seviv, is a distant source for creation. It's a mucker, it's a source for creation. So, this level of Mucker khaim, the source of life, which is not the life which is actually enclosed within the worlds, which is Mamalik Koloman, but it's the source of life which is enclosed in the worlds, so that's Seviv. So that source of life is imcha, is only with you, Hashem. Which means that it's something which is totally secondary and nullified and has no true existence, and no importance before Hashem's true essence. Before the Ain Say Baruch Hashem, not the before the Ain Baruch the true infinite essence of Hashem, Hashem Seif. And that's why it says Because Hashem, you, if you would say If like the simple explanation of the verse is You are the source of life, Hashem Why didn't it just, why didn't it just say It says Because deeper explanation it is Because if we're here, we're referring to Hashem's true essence Hashem's true essence, you can't say is the source of life He is not That would imply that he is the source, direct source Direct relationship to worlds He's not related to worlds at all He's in a whole other realm Therefore, we say that the Mekher Chaim, the Savior column, which is the source of life, not the actual life enclosed in the world, is just that level of Savior, even though Savior is Imcha, is the only something with you, not you, yourself. So, this verse is really being mafli, the amazing removeness of Hashem's true essence. Even the level of the source of life, the source of all pleasures, which is drawn down into the worlds, the higher levels, the higher worlds, the lower worlds. who malchus which their source is the level of malchus. How it's still removed from creation in the world of atzilus, like we said, the different levels of malchus. Of malchus how it descends and relates, clothes into creations, or the level of malchus how it's totally above creation, still in its in its um, natural space in the world of atzilus which is kind of synonymous with the idea of Sebev Kalm, I and still level of divinity, how it's removed from worlds. So even that source of life, the source of all pleasure, how it's drawn into the worlds, um, which the source of all that, is Malchus The Chaim itself, how it goes into the worlds, is that's Chaim. But the Mokr of that Chaim, which encloses enclosed into the worlds, is Malchus Avatilis' Sebev Kalm. is how it's totally exalted and removed from worlds that's why it's called the source of life not life itself life itself the Chaim itself is how it's already the divinity enclosed, clothed the and there's the Mokr Chaim the source of that life the Seviv how it's totally removed from world still even this level of the source of life Seviv is still Imcha is still with you which something which is with somebody means it's secondary to the person. It's not, you're saying, oh, that's just something which is with him. It's not him himself. It's totally secondary. And but, but, and has no uh, importance of its existence at all before Shem's true essence. Meaning this external ray of divinity, which does extend from him, from his essence, and become a, uh, a level which is now comparable to worlds, but still above worlds. All all which that is the level of the source of the life which enclosed within the worlds. Who are to to say this only comes about through a intense huge um, contraction, condensation, condensing of uh, within Hashem's essence. Meaning only after you conceal Hashem's essence from creation, then you can have this external um, ray of divinity. Which is still an infinite expression of Hashem, but it's external compared to Hashem's true essence, which is not even within even the realm of creation, relating to creation at all. Only after a, a huge symptom, which is called the Tzimtzum Edishin, the first symptom, which is a symptom which totally conceals Hashem's the true essence, can you have this level of Divinity, which is the Mokher Chaim, which is a source of life, Seviv Kolim, because it's a difference between Hashem's infinite essence and this infinite expression of His essence, which is the Seviv. It's just an expression of his essence. It's not his true infinite being. And also, exciting in other places that infinite, something which is unlimited, is also a description, a level, which you're a limitation, in a sense. Because you're saying that it's only unlimited. It doesn't have the ability to become limited and to become enclosed within worlds. Hashem's essence, his true essence, is above, is below, is no limitations at all. He can can. be. He can, He has the power to limit himself, the potential to limit, the potential to be unlimited. So this level of divinity, which is saviv only comes about through a true concealment of Hashem's true essence. It cannot exist without a concealment of Hashem's true essence. Therefore, it's nothing compared to that essence. There's a very external ray of divinity. Like a verse implies, Hashem rules, He clothes himself in greatness, and grandeur. What does that imply? This idea of lovish is the emphasis here. The fact that we're saying here, geus, that Hashem is above, He's exalted above creation, He's the king who is melech geus, Hashem rules in a way of geus, of being above, like misnasim meisulam, the fact that Hashem has this aspect of being above worlds, um, that's only comes about through lavush, through a garment, which that's referring to the first symptoms, which in and is that he, uh, a lavush is something which conceals, hides the person himself for the sake of tznius, which is, is a good thing, but I'm saying the point is by Hashem, we're relating this concept of lavush on Hashem's essence is the initial contraction, the concealment of Hashem's very essence to allow there to be this condensed, contracted ray of just an expression of that essence. They say, Vikulon. how can Hashem be king above worlds, meaning a level of divinity which is relating to worlds but above them? That's only through lavish, through the lavush, the Tinsun, the concealment of that um, garment. Obviously, the garment being a muscle for the idea of tzimtzum. This whole concept of being exalted above worlds, has no relation, has no erich, no worth whatsoever when you compare it to Hashem's true essence being totally above worlds. Not, you can't use the word above. It's the, not within the realm of creation. And that's the level of divinity, Hashem's true essence, we refer to as the only king. He is the only existence. There's no Him being above something. There is only Him at that level. Whereas, even though the, all the worlds pale before his existence, before that level of Savior. But he is not the yachid on that level. The other, there are worlds. He's just above them, and they are totally bottled to that level, and insignificant. But here, in his very essence, there is no other existence besides Hashem. <speaking in Hebrew> he is the only unique, the only being. <speaking in Hebrew> he is like it says there. He, there is no, there is none other besides him. What does that mean? According to this, <speaking in Hebrew> there is no other existence whatsoever. <speaking in Hebrew> And when we say that there is no other existence, we don't just mean that on the level of Hashem's essence, was totally with, not within the realm of creation at all, not only is there no other existence, but actual existence in that level, which um, even relating to, relating to this level of called in Kabbalah, the estimated existence before Hashem created the worlds, He basically estimated everything within himself that will be afterwards meaning the potential for all of creation meaning but from hashem's true essence there's not even the an existence the potential for any existence this is the statement which says in kabbalah that which hashem um, estimated within himself all of creation that would end up being actually so he estimated potentially everything that will be actually eventually. At that level, you're saying that there is somewhat of an existence, at least potentially an existence. Even though in, this is such an abstract level, which is just potential for existence, not actual existence. But it's still a potential for existence. But that is still somewhat of a matthias Even that level of existence, that abstract level of the potential for existence, still comes about only through timsum Within Hashem's very essence, there is no other room for any type of existence whatsoever, even the most abstract, highest, refined level. Where do we see that even this refined level, this abstract level of existence of the hashara B'keiach, the potential for existence, comes about through atzimsum? It says in the zoyer that in the beginning of Hashem's um, desire to be king, Golif Kalifu Batiri Law. He engraved an engraving within the Toihara Oliin within the higher purity. What does that mean? The main part here is the Golif Khalifu. The Golif Khalifu in a The the translation of Golif means a khkika, a engraving. The chikike hi simtun. Engraving implies a tintun. Explains so in other places when you engrave even though engraving is not the difference between writing and engraving, and writing is you're actually writing on top of the paper, covering over the paper with a foreign substance with the ink. Whereas you're not applying, you're not applying a, not imply, a, applying a foreign substance. The, it's mine obey It's with you're just you you're, you're you're writing the same letters, but they're not with a foreign substance. They're engraved within the rock, but still, if you have a shiny stone, and the chikika takes away from that inherent shininess that the stone has so it still does bring some type of darkness and concealment to the actual stone itself so chikika even though it's not the same type of symptom as like um, as a more intense type of symptom, which is implied by the ksiva by the writing of a foreign substance of letters this is a symptom within Hashem within his very essence a lot more abstract level of tzimtzum mine obey within Hashem but since we're talking about this potential for existence, that's the level of sense we're talking about. It's a very, very refined, abstract level of Timtim. But still, it can only come out through Timtim. Hashem's very essence is Mushlul, Muvdul, totally negated from any concept of, of otherness, even in this most abstract level. Hashem, within Hashem's true essence, there is not even a, this concept of existence, potential existence rather, at this level of his true essence, everything is just one with his, his true essence, with His true oneness, and His uniqueness, and His onlyness, and therefore, besides Him, there is no other existence whatsoever. That's the, He's, with, with, uh, he's not in the, in the realm of creation at all. Not in the Abriya, Not just his He's not in the so, this Rimmus, I mean Rimmus from his ascent, his true essence, it's what we call Rimmus Mitzadatmai, inherent Rimmus. He's inherently removed and exalted, not how he compares and relates to another being. Not that he's exalted on something else or higher than something, because in Hashem's true essence, There is nothing outside of him and in his true essence. Only after he conceals that essence and allows there to be a diminished ray from him, then there is a level of divinity which relates to creation and therefore you can start saying this level of divinity is higher than creation. In Hashem's true essence, there is no other existence at all and therefore he is inherently exalted. Nothing outside of Peter. On that level, there is no other existence, even a potential for existence. Therefore, you can't say his remimus is categorized by the fact that he's a Mereimim on something else. And that's what we're saying. The second part of this Shema, uh, blessing this Shema, He's a misnasi when compared to the worlds. But the first one, he's, His remimus is by himself, he's Mereimim before there is any meaning when there in, in, in totally when there are no other existences he is manam lavadai inherently remus um we هنا we beginen met regazu les eigenlijk indien at that level the third level which is not mali not save the Mali relating to the worlds in a hergish type of way, the close way. Seviv relating to the worlds in the meneimim is nimshak to the shuffle, but still somewhat of a hergish type of way because there is somewhat of a as to seviv. But the third level of atzma saying the true infinite essence of shan, and that level there is no inyan of Rachman on worlds at all because worlds don't exist at that level. Even though we said like, there, there is a general klal. Basically, a rule within creation. This is just the way that Hashem implanted uh, this nature within creation that naturally the exalted being is Nimshach, is attracted to, is drawn to the lowly being. So, therefore, seemingly, this highest level, the third level, the true infinite essence of Hashem, the highest being should be even drawn even more so to the lower being. So, why can't we apply, apply that call here? So when we're relating to the exaltedness of Hashem's true essence, which is the highest, which is the most expression of exaltedness, so seemingly, according from that level, there should specifically be drawn down a mercy to the worlds, because that is the highest being. So that that's the, the most moneymum should be nimshachel Ah, but the, but the explanation is we just said that the, there is no level of rachim, not and rachim. On worlds from that level, which is totally that infinite Hashem. so explanation is who being that the Raimumus on this level is not a Raimumus how it relates to another being outside of him because there are there are other other beings outside of him at that level it 's not a how how it how 's related to worlds it 's rather an inherent essential aim Turning the page, because on that level he's the Melech he's the only existence, and there's no other existence. And there's nothing outside of him, not even potentially and therefore, it's not shaykh at all. It's not relevant to talk about at that level ideas of of something which is higher or lower. Because they, this concept of being exalted or being lowly that implies that there is a higher and a lower. Meaning to say that when there is a low a level which is higher, and then there is some, a lower a level which is lower. And the lower level is considered very lowly and non-existent compared to the higher existence. Like for example, a a poor person and a, and a rich person. Whether the whether the um, richness and importance is expressed in money, as physical thing, or rather, whether this its richness and importance expressed in a spiritual concept, abstract concept of knowledge, a person can be poor in their mind or rich in their mind. somebody who is rich in their knowledge, he knows how is he rich in his mind. He knows every intellectual idea. He knows the deep core of it and the inner vitality of what that idea is. He gets down to the true essence of the core of the idea. He's totally exalted and removed above the person who is who is poor in his mind. He only knows the external levels, The he only has a superficial knowledge of everything. So therefore, when we're talking about these, in this realm, where there's two things, which one's higher, one's lower, so because of this inherent nature that Hashem ingrained within creation that there is a natural attraction between the the, high, the higher being to the lower being so somebody who is rich in knowledge will have a natural attraction to the Ani to teach him and the example the analog for this a Nimshel how it applies in godliness the Asher Badaas is referring to how it's within its inherent place within a natural state in Atzillus, meaning that's in synonymous with Sebev, above creation still, not Malchus, how it descends within creation. Which is on that level, what, how it's still within Atzillus, it's the Melech, it's the king above, and totally being above, and exalted from the, the created worlds of Biah. So on that level, the Malchus of Atzillus has a natural attraction to be drawn to a Rachmim on the lower created worlds. But when we're talking about Hashem and His true essence, which on that level there are no worlds and there are no concepts of higher and lower he's inherently exalted and essentially exalted there are no yet there's no simpson therefore so there's no definitions yet of higher and lower beings so there is nothing outside of him at that level there is nothing that he is you can't say oh he's the most exalted being and he has a natural attraction to the lowest beings there are no beings to have mercy for on that level so therefore on that level of shem's true essence even though we say the klal is the gvoyah is there, that that claw implies already. It only starts after there's a, a gevoya and a shuffle. And Hashem's Atma saying so. If there is no gevoya and shuffle here, there's only him, and there and and his rimus is It's inherent. It's not something a reimbus, because there's a, a lower being which he's on. It's an inherent rimus. Stop there. Beginning of uh, the on page 44. Beginning of his